Welcome to sermons from St. Paul's Lutheran Church of Minot, North Dakota. St. Paul's is anchored in the message of Christ crucified for the forgiveness of sins, for the church and for the world. The following sermon is from Reverend Dr. Matthew Richard. Holy Gospel according to St. Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. And when Jesus had crossed again in the boat to the other side, a great crowd gathered about him, and he was beside the sea. Then came one of the rulers of the synagogue, Jairus by name, and seeing him, he fell at his feet and implored him earnestly, saying, My little daughter is at the point of death. Come and lay your hands on her, so that she may be made well and live. And he went with him, and a great crowd followed him, and throned about him. While he was still speaking, there came from the ruler's house some who said, Your daughter is dead. Why trouble the teacher any further? But overhearing what they said, Jesus said to the ruler of the synagogue, Do not fear, only believe. And he allowed no one to follow him except Peter and James and John, the brother of James. They came to the house of the ruler of the synagogue, and Jesus saw a commotion, people weeping and wailing loudly. And when he entered, he said to them, Why are you making a commotion and weeping? The child is not dead, but sleeping. And they laughed at him. But he put them all outside and took the child's father and mother and those who were with him and went in where the child was. Taking her by the hand, he said to her, Talitha kum, which means, Little girl, I say to you, arise. And immediately the girl got up and began to walk, for she was 12 years of age. And they were immediately overcome with amazement. And he strictly charged them that no one should know this and told them to give her something to eat. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. In the name of Jesus, amen. How strange it is to know that she is at peace and all is well, and yet to be so sorrowful. These words were the words of Dr. Martin Luther, he spoke these words some 450 years ago when his little daughter died after suffering a prolonged illness. How strange it is to know that she is at peace and all is well and yet to be so sorrowful. Just as it was for Martin Luther, the same is true for us today. There's always something bittersweet about the death of a loved one, no matter how long or short their life has been or how much time you've had to prepare for their death. Now, some well-meaning people may try to tell you that in time you will come to accept Becky's death. Or you may be even thinking this day to yourself, gosh, you know, it, it hurts. Hurts right now. Hurts deep. But time, well, time perhaps will make everything well. Time might make it better. But dear friends, ask anyone who has lost a wife, anyone who has lost a daughter, anyone who has lost a sister or a mother, and they will tell you that you never get used to the sight of a loved one lying peacefully in a casket, even though death has perhaps stopped their suffering. Today we know Becky's suffering. It's over. 
Her suffering is over. Her soul is in heaven with her Lord Jesus Christ because she is baptized into Jesus' own death and resurrection. She died last week trusting in Jesus for the forgiveness of all of her sins and the gift of eternal life. But there is still sorrow. There's still pain here today. There's a bitter sorrow of parting with her. Never again in this world will you look into her eyes, hear her voice, or sit and talk with her. And how could you, her family, and her friends, and her loved ones, not mourn over that? And so again, it is extremely difficult to accept the loss of a wife, a mother, a daughter, a sister, and a friend. But you know what? Get this. You don't have to. You actually do not have to accept her death this day. Indeed, let me be so bold to announce to you today that you should never accept Becky's death. Indeed, you don't have to. And the reason why you do not have to, your Lord Jesus Christ will never let Becky's death have the last word, plain and simple. This is what Jesus promises to you in his holy word right here and right now. It was in St. Mark's Gospel where you and I heard that story today. By the time a desperate father could beg Jesus to heal his little girl, it was already too late. Or at least that's what the people thought. If you can recall from our Gospel reading, the people, they said, you know, she's dead. Don't bother the teacher, she's dead. But the Lord of life did not accept their word as a final word. He responded to them saying, she's not dead but sleeping. And at that word, Jesus himself, he reached out, he took her by the hand, and he spoke his words of life, Talitha kum, little girl, I say to you, get up. And just like that, just like that, her spirit returned, she got up at once. Jesus conquered death that very moment just by speaking, calling her out of death, calling her out of sleep, giving her life. Now listen very carefully. Our Lord Jesus Christ loves each one of us the same as that little girl in the Gospel reading from Mark. It was for that daughter and for you and for me and for your dear Becky that he went to that cross. It was at that cross that he gave his life into death so that we might have his eternal life and have it to the fullest. Even though we might want to believe that death is some gigantic monster that is too big to overcome, for Becky, death is nothing more than a small hiccup, a tiny annoyance. That is to say, with the Christian faith, death itself is not the monster that some see. Sure, it stings. Sure, it hurts. But for Becky, her soul abides with Christ right now, who is at the right hand of the Father. Jesus, who is light to her, light and life to you and me. And so there is nothing in this world that can ever take that from Becky right now, not even death. You see, Becky has already gone through death once before. Years ago in the waters of holy baptism is where it happened. And from those waters of the holy grave, God raised her again to new and eternal life by the power of his Holy Spirit, plunging her into Jesus' death, raising her anew in Christ. 
And so in that saving flood of those baptismal waters, all the sin that had been born in her from Adam and Eve and all that she had added was drowned and engulfed. In holy baptism, she was separated from the unbelieving and perverted world and given the gift of the Holy Spirit and faith and eternal life. Right here at a font, at the font of Christ, we are blessed in the waters of the church where God holds his children in his arms, children like Becky, and he says, little girl, I say to you, get up. And so mark this, life reigns for our beloved Becky, not death. That gift of faith which the Holy Spirit began in Becky so many years ago in the baptismal waters continued to bless her through all the joys and tears of her life, and then the final promise of that baptism was fulfilled last Monday afternoon when she was called home. Indeed, her hope is granted, her faith is fulfilled, and now she sees her Jesus face to face forevermore to be with her Lord. We know this to be true today. And yet, at the same time, we still mourn. Indeed, no doubt about it, we still mourn. However, we mourn for our loss and loneliness, not for her. Again, you may never get used to being without your dear Becky or accept that she's gone, but there's no reason that you have to. Because in the same way that Jesus spoke to the little girl who had died, he will speak again to your beloved Becky, David. She will, he will speak to her. And he will say, little girl, I say to you, arise, get up. And she will. She will hear and she will obey. She will rise to the resurrection of the fullness of life in Christ Jesus. You will see your bride again, brother. You see, our Lord Jesus Christ, he loves this body of Becky so much that he will never abandon this body to the grave. He will never let Becky's death have the last word. And so on that glorious day of the resurrection to come, all who believe in him for forgiveness and eternal life will be reunited in Jesus Christ. Because of Christ Jesus, we can say Becky is not dead but is merely sleeping, for she will awake to life very soon because of Christ. Baptized saints, Christ is risen Indeed, and your sins have been forgiven. Heaven is open to you because of Christ, and you have a Father waiting for you. Christ is risen for you, for me, for Becky, so that you can have joy in the midst of tears. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thy strong word bespeaks us righteous, bright with thine own holiness. Thank you for listening to today's podcast sermon. You can access a full manuscript of today's sermon from Pastor Matthew Richard's blog at www.pastormatrichard.org or visit St. Paul's website at www.stpaulsminot.org. The Lord bless and keep you.